0: Thank <laughs> back to the I am Winter Solstice symposium providing you a virtual gathering space during the midwinter winds please warm your hearts at our fire we have 18 wise women presenting this year and what makes this gathering special is a group of dedicated fire tenders who are holding space throughout the throughout these wisdom teachings so that you can go deeper and know that there's a safe container holding you and Our guest today is Robin Rice. She's an internationally published author, transformational speaker, social change artist, and a mentor to leaders. With more than 150 shamanic and soul mentoring apprentices in the last decade, her work is carried on through professionals who are practicing around the globe. Her virtual by design social change project have garnered attention from major medias in 30-plus countries, including the Today Show, Huffington Post Live, E! Online, and Shape Magazine. Her fiction has been translated into three languages, and she serves as a personal mentor to high-profile leaders from the political, NGO, entrepreneurial, and art community. And we're so lucky because she lives in Palm Springs now, so even though we're sitting across town in our virtual cubby holes to talk about that we're okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And everybody's saying, sure, you're okay. (laughs) Right.
0: You're okay. But what about me? Like, what about me?
1: That's right. Yeah. Um,
0: So welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you. It's such a huge conversation especially in certain years of your life uh, and especially given the uncertainty of the world right now, this, you know, am I okay? Because we were raised on a culture that, you know, trained us from the very first time we watched a commercial to see that the floor was dirty and then
0: (laughs) this
1: product was amazing. And then to see how we were happily ever after. And now it was all amazing. And, you know, whether we paid attention or not, you know, the person was in cleaner clothes and their smile was brighter and their lipstick was better. You know? <laughs> and when you watch that enough times, you have a fundamental programming when you have a feeling, you don't like to ask what's wrong with me and how do I change it? <laughs> you have a fundamental programming in that. And, and that I think gets worse in winter not just because of seasonal affective disorder or whatever, but because this is a very internal time when we're meant to look inside anyway. And so so for
0: those of you at home, just know that with this interview or this talk, we're going to have a conversation, but there's an accompanying meditation to go along with this uh, talk. So we're going to talk first and you may want to listen to that afterwards right away so that it'll be fresh in your mind and all of those, am I okay enough are stirred up that this meditation will really help smooth out those holiday woes.
1: Exactly. And many people listen to it every day. It's nine minutes, but, you know, it's very doable to just go in and reset yourself. You know, it's, it's considered a balancing meditation for uh, the messages of culture. But, you know, around the holidays, that's often the messages of family um, and mm-hmm. old messages from when we were kids and all that kind of stuff. So it just gives you a reset. Um, I'm also noticing I am in Palm Springs and I'm wearing a t-shirt. So if it's winter there, just know that I'm toasty warm and I'm inviting you to a cup of tea or coffee. I've got my little ninja there.
0: Should we tell her that next year she's gonna be out shopping for winter clothes again too? And then she's gonna have sweaters and long sleeves on and think that this is actually cold when it's seventy three degrees.
1: Yeah, actually (laughs) normally that's that I'm already there, but um, but I'm just warm today, I guess.
0: (laughs) Oh good the it is one nice thing about when I first moved to Palm Springs and you're talking about that seasonal affect disorder I came from Syracuse and so for the first two years I went outside literally every single day saying wow it's a beautiful day (laughs) and then finally I realized wow every day is beautiful around here and
1: it's no longer news
0: and, and so those people no, so people who live in those colder, darker climates, there is some things that actually trigger that. You know, why am I alone, or why am I all of this, and and that's what you address in this um, meditation. So, want to talk to us about that?
1: Yeah, no? so I, I take a different approach in it. Instead of telling you, you know, you know, you're, you know, this is right or that is right or whatever. I just go in and I say it over and over again, there's nothing wrong with you. You came in with a body or maybe you chose it in this life. You can change your body if you want to, but only if you want to. And then you get this sense over time because it's repeated in certain ways that you really do have a choice instead of going into your typical, you know, this is what's wrong with me. This is what I have to fix. This is my new year's resolution, you know, whatever it is, you can just come back to, I can just make a choice, but I don't have to. So the rebel in us doesn't come up, you know, and and we just we just allow ourselves to spend a few moments, what they really are are judgment-free moments, from yourself, not just judgment-free from other people, but just judgment-free from yourself. How wonderful is that to spend a little time there?
0: Hmm. And I remember times in my life when I couldn't get there no matter how how much I even wanted to. One of the things when I first listened to that and I think it was a, a few years ago or a couple of years ago I, I heard that meditation and I was thinking about like my life is big and your life is big and but that doesn't mean we don't have that alone part but other people their lives aren't that big and I've always like until I healed more always had a judgment about what they should be doing or what what their life should look like because you know, after all, I'm so busy that I don't even have time to take a walk in the desert. Right. And, and I, and you wonder what other people are doing in that alone time that doesn't seem to have like a few friends and and a few people around them.
1: You know, that's so fascinating because I literally had a dream about this a couple of nights ago. I went into a Um, a farm where I had grown up and there were some old friends there and there was a birthday party going on and I'm like gosh I wonder if it's this guy or this guy that's having the party and then I realized they were they all had children and the children were having the party I'm like oh right we all got old I forgot about that (laughs) but but um, I remember seeing this woman there and she was breastfeeding and she had like 10 children and and I I I was judging her in the in the dream like what you know it's very very poor and all this kind of thing i'm like what did you do to yourself woman you know and and just really looking at that and then and she smiled at me and she said this is my choice Hmm. and i thought how perfect how perfect and of course you know dreams are reflective of ourselves and i'm very busy like insanely busy all the time right and and not as a badge of honor it's just i really have so many things i love doing um but I thought about that and I thought, you know, this is a choice. And so again, it goes back to this meditation. We're just going to give you a choice over and over again until you actually feel like you might have a choice.
0: Right. And and I remember when going back to my 10 year high school reunion, which was a long time ago (laughs) and you know, the woman most likely to succeed in our class had maybe it was a little later than that, but she had 10 children, like what you're talking about. And I thought like, what success <laughs> you know to me i had no measure of that as being a successful lifestyle because i thought she'd go to harvard and you know because we had a lot of um, we had a lot of students of color who did go with those those leaders at harvard and yale and things like that and and so my judgment about that other is always there and always the mirror of what needs most work on myself
1: sure sure so if you if you go into there's nothing wrong with you obviously this is this is a balancing meditation because culture tells you something else but that means there's no nothing wrong with anybody else either Mm -hmm. right it means we're all following a path I mean if you're truly awake you know you know I had an awakening experience 21 years ago which changed everything if you're truly awake you get that it's all a game anyway Um, one of my Mm -hmm. favorite um Funny sayings is, you know, why are you unhappy? Because 99.9% of everything you say and all that you do is for yourself, and there isn't one. (laughs) 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 So, if this is for whatever reason an illusion or whatever we want to call it, you're still here, you still have hands, you still have creativity, you still have choices to make. You know, if this is a painting, you're a painter, I see your paintings behind you, which I love. you have choices about what you're going to paint on your canvas and nobody else can make those choices for you. this includes what we think and how we feel and all kinds of things. So what are you going to paint in this grand illusion that is so beautiful? Uh, What are you going to do with that? And, and how do you return to having choices? I think you have to tell yourself over and over again. I was talking to a client recently and said, you know, um, look, you're making it all up anyway. <laughs> right so why are you choosing anything but the best story to make up and and he was like yeah i'm writing that down
0: <laughs> and then he calls the next day and he's made up another bad story or <laughs>
1: actually i you know i mean hope not but but he got it he really got it that like yeah it you know most of our stories if you pick them apart you can't prove it much of anything i mean you can prove that your mom died when you were two or you can prove that you got a divorce when you were 25 or whatever but all of the other story around it you is not provable and in fact would probably be told a different way by somebody else right
0: absolutely i was telling a story this week to my win group was that i said i did my life map you know i wrote a memoir based on my life map and then all of a sudden now with ancestry dna I realized that the life map and the story that I told myself wasn't the whole story. Right. My father had other children that, you know, whether we want to judge that or not judge that, but here I'm writing a memoir that it doesn't include, you know, the few extra siblings that have showed up in the last few years.
1: Yeah. Well that's actually that's a really great metaphor because the best story we can tell is the one we know right now. Right. But things could change drastically.
0: Absolutely. And who Other knew people,
1: our view of them? I've I've experienced that. People that I I had a story about, but then they didn't, I don't know why, adhere to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute, you're not who I meant you to be. And and they're like, Yeah, I never was.
0: That's so true. And one of our biggest if we want to get really into the mythology of, you know, why I do this this symposium this week is because you know, I, I wrote the book Winds of Spirit because the winds were taken away from us. Their ancient wisdom that we could align to, that's probably about the realest thing we've got going out there is that the wind is blowing in this illusion and has been since the get-go. Was we were we were like cut off, like they were the appendages that we lost when we lost our connection to nature, which really was the best clues for signs. And so so we have stories that we tell ourselves around the holidays that can really put us either into a funk or some people say, this is my favorite holiday of the year. And so they have different stories. So what is the story you're going to tell yourself this year?
1: Yeah. And and if your life has burned down to the ground and you have to start over, which literally the fires here in California have happened for so many people, you have to tell a new story. The old story is gone. Mm-hmm. What are you gonna do when the old story is gone, you know, you, you cling to it because it's the only thing you know. But eventually, when you're, you know, feeling whole enough and strong enough, you have to start making a new story, whether you like it or not.
0: Right. And and so what is that, you know, when people say, what are you going to grab if your house is on fire? What are you going to grab? Our Our lives are on fire. What are we going to grab? Like,
1: that's so funny, I was just talking about this the other day and I told someone, I said, I hate to say it, but nothing. Like, I, I have nothing I would grab anymore in my house because I've left my house and it's burned down before and I've built it again and it's burned down and it built it again and I realized that all the stuff of which, you know, there's, it's a three-bedroom house, there's plenty um, and sacred objects everywhere and all that kind of stuff. It's like, it's still, I think it w- I, I think it would be freeing to have nothing. And, and that, that may sound like sacrilege to someone who actually did lose everything, but I've lost everything before. So it's coming from a different place. I, I don't want my house to burn down. that's <laughs> pretty clear like,
0: like that. Knock on wood.
1: Right, right, <laughs> I, and everything. Um, but at the same time, I couldn't find anything that felt more important to me truly than the people that I have. I would save people in a heartbeat, but things, Memories, that's the past, you know, I don't
0: know. It's an interesting about memories that are in the past there, but they still are influencing your presence. And what that means is that they're influencing your presence, you know, your ability to be present now in this week with these wonderful, wise wisdom keepers. So how do you create a new, if everything's burnt down and, and so what, how are you going to recreate a ritual and ceremony for yourself around, um, this midwinter wind?
1: Yeah. Oh, that's a great question because, you know, I, I just moved here, so I don't have traditions. My, my older kids, they're grown up, they're going to come. Um, and I'm seeing a lot of people that are flying in. But uh, I I was thinking about that. I don't really have an interest in the traditional tree or, you know, I'm not interested in the traditional stuff. Um, I'm actually gonna go up the mountain here for snow, which is great to bring my kids to Palm Springs and then take them to snow on Christmas. You can't guarantee in Maryland where they live that there's gonna be snow, even though it's cold. So I'm feeling pretty proud of that little (laughs) (laughs) I already bought the tickets, so I got the last ones. Um, But uh, I think more, so first of all, what I do, because my life has changed so much, is I just keep scanning myself for necessary grief. What do I still need to grieve that I'm carrying with me? What what? Because that's an honorable process and it's important. It's important to grieve and to know what you still need to grieve and to not make up stories that go beyond that, right? To not intentionally injure yourself with memories that just make you feel sad, but to honestly scan for that true grief and then grieve that and give myself a period of time to grieve that, to think about that. And then I tell myself, okay, it's time to put this away. We'll grieve again if it's still here tomorrow or whenever we do the next scan, if you will. And for me, that really works to not go into drama, but to be honest and not shove down my emotions either.
0: And let's talk about like necessary grief. Yeah. Um, you know, and so those type of situations like, if it's your first holiday alone, like a good friend of mine lost her husband last month, yeah. chances are she's going to be pretty raw this this yeah. holiday, so you know how do we best honor somebody else like a, a good friend of mine just lost her brother and and her best way is leave me alone, you know, drop the pie at the door, and i'm you know I'm in this
1: yes. As, Look, if she says drop the pie at the door, drop the pie at the door. Don't forget the pie, right? And if I brought
0: the ice cream and the whipped cream too. (laughs) If
1: if, if she didn't ask for that, bring that anyway. But leave it at the door metaphorically for her, if that's her process. And you, I, you know, there's nothing wrong with grief. Grief is anger, denial. Um, you know bargaining, all of those things that go with grief are part of your process so if you 're angry, be angry it 's okay to be angry, you need to be angry who is you know my inquiry because of the awakening um, and keep in mind you know twenty one years awake and then to go through another round of the alchemy, you know one of my questions is who who is angry hmm. right and so then I look and i 'm like well i don 't know who's angry somebody 's angry <laughs> and' uh, <laughs> for it and you know and, then, and that kind of helps me a little bit but um, but when when you're in those emotions and when your friends in those emotions don't this is my process don't believe them don't believe they don't need anything but still respect the way that they're asking for you to approach it you know, you're not, you're not saying fine, you know, enough with you. You don't want anything. You know, my dad, literally, when I walked in to his house, when I was a kid, he had this massive painting of words. It was weird. And it said, let them who don't want none have memories and not getting any. And it was the most horrible thing. I was like, what's so mean dad. And that's the first thing your guests see when they walk in the door. And he's like, well, damn straight. That's what, that's how it is. You don't want it. Fine. I'm like, That's not what we want to do with our friends in grief. We want to take that pie and the ice cream and the whipped cream, and we want a little note, and we want to say it's okay if this does absolutely no good, but it will do some good.
0: Yes, it it did good for me, actually, as the person who, sometimes when people are such in their pain, you don't know how to show up, and it's more about I need to feel like I'm doing something and you know, that too is a judgment, you know, as a self judgment or, you know, how I show up for another one time, this woman who's a Christian stopped going over to a friend of mine's house who had lost her son, her 10 year old son. And, and the woman said, why did you stop calling? She said, I had to leave you alone with your pain because there was nothing more that I could say or do. And in that moment, it really twisted this woman out of a little bit out of her grief because there was a point when she just, she was inconsolable in her grief. Yeah. And I used to be like that about the holidays. I just, my memories as a child of Christmas were not the best. Mm. You know, they were violent, they were drinking, they were all of these things. And so I took a time out from celebrating Christmas for about a good five or six years while I got a new story.
1: Great. Fantastic.
0: It's, yeah. Now I have solstice gatherings and I put up a tree and, and all of that. And, and so that's what I think we're mostly here to tell you is that it's all okay.
1: It's all, it's all okay. And, and even getting a little crazy and, you know, and, and not wanting to see anyone or whatever it is, all of those things are okay. And I would even say that your urge to help is also built into our biology we we're biologically wired to be in community and we know when we're not and so when someone is outside of the community i believe our biology actually kicks up and says go help hmm. and so you know when that happens you know, we can say that's intuition as well but when that happens we need to follow that or our community breaks down And we, we, we live largely in a world where community breaks down i was talking to someone today who said You know, she was involved in the community for 10 years and she was having a leg surgery and not one person said, can I help and take you from the hospital or anything like that? And she said, that's not a community anymore. Mm -mm. And and so we have lots of people who are alone like that, who need the healing effect of community, which is what your solstice gathering does, right? Which is what this gathering does when we talk about these real things that hurt us. Mm -hmm. And we also say, you know what? You get better. Do your, do your grief work and you'll get better.
0: And it does get better. And that doesn't mean, even if you're just okay, and this is something I think would be great to close on, even if you're okay, you said earlier in the conversation that it doesn't mean that you don't get to change if you want to. Totally. And, you know, one time I was giving this lecture to these addicts and I was talking about, you know, how I was okay being a frumpy 60-year-old. And I was like up there saying to myself like, Oh my God, look what model you've accepted for yourself. You know, like that, that I wasn't even 60 yet. I don't think. And, and then I realized (laughs) that I got, yeah, I could be okay being a frumpy 60 year old or I could really do something different about it. And which I did, I started juicing and stuff. So what makes that, You know, what makes that I'm okay and then it's okay to change? Where is that gap where that allows us that you might suggest that somebody goes in a little deeper if they really do want to make some changes. So maybe next holiday, you're with a community or a family or or whatever that you might want to be with.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I tell people all the time, I write books and if I didn't sit down and write them, they wouldn't be on the shelf, no matter how metaphysically advanced I am. <laughs> right? You have to do stuff. And the question is, which things are you going to do? Because you do stuff every day. And so what it says in the meditation is change only if you want to. And so what it does is it takes the pressure off of changing. And now you're in, what do I want? You can change anything you want to, but only change if you want to. We're countering the you have to change, and now it's wide open. And our, our natural desire for what we want springs up when we're no longer in defense. Hmm. So just let it, let it spring up and then listen to what you want. And when it comes up and you have a voice inside your said, ha- head that says, well, that'll never happen, or I can't have that, or whatever, that's when I bring out my warrior and I say, okay. enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> lady. Lady, lady, enough of that, and um and and let's let it percolate and dream it into being in some way we don't know yet. Instead of saying I can't, I don't say I can't. I can't about anything. I mean, I can't have a baby anymore. Okay, fine, but other than that, this you know, year, I one.
0: <laughs> never say never.
1: Never say yeah. Well, <laughs> miracles, withstanding. Um, but, but this loosening, this is I will, what I will leave you with. Loosen the grip on this process. Allow it to be and allow you to be who you are and see what arises from that. Whenever I teach consciousness, I say, look, as soon as you find out what needs to be fixed, don't fix it. Just let the seeing that something needs to be fixed legitimately, like a light bulb or whatever, let, let the inspiration rise up to figure out how you want to do it instead of immediately making a plan that's basically based on your self-defeating cycles. Because that's pretty much, if you knee-jerk it, that's what's going to happen. So just give it space, say, ah, I realized I wanted more community. Hmm, I wonder how that's going to happen. And then, you know, gently letting the universe hear your message and, and, and let it arise is, is in my, that's how I do it. That's, that's my process.
0: And then you put the little pedal to the metal and then you actually say, okay, I'm going to go <laughs> out once a week.
1: Exactly, exactly. You and know, you go to the places you don't want to go. But yeah, I make lunch dates. I I, I, I have to be proactive too. Everybody wants to go one way or the other, you know, because it's like, it seems simpler. It's always going to be and. Dream it, do it, dream it, do it. It's always going to be that. You can't get around it.
0: Can't you see everyone at home why she coaches the, the, the big league, because it's this and.
1: <laughs> exactly. Well, I'll tell you something, one quick secret. They have the exact same problems you do. And I've talked to thousands of people, and I've talked to people at the very top of their careers, and people who are public figures, the you know, names you would know. We talk about the same thing that my you know, students talk about. <laughs> so don't fantasize that that's going to be different. Everything happens in here.
0: And I can attest to that too with the clientele that I've had. It's like, you yeah, know, you the partners, the you know, the 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 same five or six human things we all contend with. So, so everyone now make sure you listen to this meditation. And Robin, where can people find you?
1: Okay, you can find me at robinrice.com, and uh, you can find the um, the meditation is on Insight Timer. It's one of their more bigger ones, there is nothing wrong with you. Uh, You can also find it, uh, we're going to send a link that's on SoundCloud. And then if you just go to meditationmovie.com, you're going to see a very, very, very old movie that I made. This is when I made it like 15 years ago, but um, it has pictures to take you through it as well. So meditationmovie.com is where you can find it.
0: Great. Definitely it would be in your your e-news and I may even uh, attach it if I can to the the audio part of this, so then just get yourself comfortable and, and go forward with that sure. well it's a real great pleasure of having you and uh, Robin's also going to be at the the welcome oh you 'll see Robin look for her she 's going to be at the fire yes. with us for the solstice and she'll be holding space with us as we go through this process so uh, yeah. thank you and, and stay tuned we 've got many more days to come of this I am Winter Solstice Symposium where we connect community, one wisdom keeper at a time. Thank you for joining us today and you're welcome to share this gift with your friends. Stay with us for the 12 days of the Yule. And if you feel called to go deeper, please join the group of committed fire tenders on the WinClan group page wall on Facebook. We look forward to being together with you on this online ceremony to celebrate and bring ritual back to the holy days.
2: The following is a balancing meditation to counter the negative messages of contemporary socialization. Take a moment to slow and deepen your breath and relax your body. You are welcome to listen attentively or simply let these words fade into the background, gently affecting your subconscious mind on a deep and profound level. Imagine the vastness of the universe, stars and planets, galaxies and what is beyond galaxies, vast open space where anything is possible. Imagine the interior of your body, complex groupings of cells, with vast space between each atom, each organ as a host of stars and planets, galaxies and what is beyond galaxies, vast open space where anything is possible. You, in this one life, at this one moment in time, in this one location, Are living at the center point between the vast open space of the external and the vast open space of the internal where anything is possible there is nothing wrong with you you were given a body or maybe you chose it before this life there is nothing wrong with your body It is exactly as it is meant to be. Even if it is, by worldly standards, imperfect or unhealthy, in the world of the soul, it is perfectly suited to your goals and desires for evolution. If you want to change something about your body, you are welcome to. View these changes as if you were a designer living in a beautiful house when she decides a different beautiful house would be preferred. Remember the joy in this creation, even as you remember that there is nothing wrong with you. Change only if you want to. There is nothing wrong with you. You were given a personality, or maybe you chose it before this life. There is nothing wrong with your personality. It is exactly as it is meant to be. All personalities have strong and weak points, both of which help the soul mature. Every living soul has a personality with strong and weak points that help them grow. That is what a personality is for. If you want to change something about your personality, you are welcome to. You are in vast open space, where anything is possible. Like a character on a stage, your personality represents the character you now play. The character you play is beautiful, complex, and worthy of great praise. However, If you would like to play a different character, you are welcome to make a change. Remember the joy in change, and that there is nothing wrong with you. You are in vast open space where anything is possible. Change only if you want to. There is nothing wrong with you. You were given life's circumstances, or maybe you chose them before this life. There is nothing wrong with your life's circumstances. Your life is exactly as it was meant to be in this moment. No life is without challenges, hurdles, and tests. These are all natural steps towards accomplishments and victories. Some of these accomplishments and victories will be seen by the world. Some will be known only to your soul. If you want to change something about your life's circumstances, you are welcome to. Like a course of education, you are the student making choices. If you would like to choose a different course for your life, including different electives, you are welcome to make a change. Remember the joy that comes from learning something new, from meeting new challenges, jumping new hurdles, and attaining new kinds of accomplishments and victories. Just remember, there is nothing wrong with your life circumstances. Change them only if you want to. You are in vast open space where anything is possible. There is nothing wrong with you. You were given a group to travel with, or maybe you chose them before this life. Having a large group of close associates is one possible experience. Being alone or in a small group is another. You might have a close, beloved relationship, or you might not. Your relationship status does not say anything about your success or failure in life. In the world of the soul, there is only experience. There is nothing wrong with your relationship experience. You are exactly where you are meant to be. Even what you might call failures are successes to the soul, for any attempt at risking, Opening and loving are always a success to the soul. If you would like to change your relationship experience, you are welcome to do so. Just remember, there is nothing wrong with you. You are in vast open space where anything is possible. There is nothing wrong with you. You arrived on this planet at a certain level of personal and spiritual growth. Everyone is growing. Everyone. There is nothing wrong with your level of personal and spiritual growth. Your life is exactly as it is meant to be in this moment. No soul takes form in a body in order to rush through life. The symphony is not attended to hear the last note. There is only learning and more learning, all heading towards accomplishments and victories, new commencements and new learnings. If you want to change something about your level of personal and spiritual growth, you are welcome to. You are in vast open space where anything is possible. Now, Remember the vastness of the universe, the stars and planets, galaxies and what is beyond galaxies, vast open space where anything is possible. Remember the interior of your body, complex groupings of cells with vast space between each atom, each organ as a host of stars and planets, galaxies, and what is beyond galaxies, vast open space where anything is possible. You in this one life, at this one moment in time, in this one location, are living at the center point between the vast open space of the external and the vast open space of the internal where there is nothing wrong with you.